And now, live from Dining Room Studios in Hollywood, California, it's the Allison Rosen is your new best friend show. Tonight, Allison welcomes her guest. He's a comedian and Dodger fan who, like a Chase Utley slide into second, will break your funny bone. That's a baseball reference, Allison. It's Ben Glebe. And she's a TV writer, author, and gal about town who won't accept massages from just anyone, only old hobos with her grandfather's eyes. It's Molly McAleer. Chef Jeff is here to pound your mutton. I'm her husband, Daniel, and you might think living with Allison would be miserable, but you'd be wrong. Wait, did you say miserable? Yeah, it's that. Saying hop on board the love bus and say hello to your new best friend, Allison Rosen. Hello, my little raviolis. It's me, Allison. Welcome to another exciting Thursday show. The show hasn't even started, and yet so much has already happened. I would like to say hello to my guests. Regular listeners will be like, wait, what's going on? Don't worry, I'll explain it. Hello, Ben Glebe. Hello, Allison Rosen. Welcome back. Thank you for having me again. Hello, Molly McAleer. Hey, girl, hi. Welcome back. (laughs) Thanks so much. Hello, Daniel. Hi. And hi, Jeff. Hi, y'all. Hi, Allison. Can you hear me? Jeff. Hello? Jeff. Can you hear me? Hello? What? Jeff. Hello? Jeff. Here. Can you hear me? Put your headphones on. Jeff. Yes? Jeff. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I really only said it once, right? <laughs> or did I... Jeff? I, I could imagine doing that repeatedly, Jeff? actually. Jeff? Jeff? Hello? <laughs> Okay, so Jenna and Al are in Palm Springs, and Greg is uh, doing what he sent me a text letting me know that he was going to be fishing and surfing, and the text was like 90% emoji. Um, (laughs) Japs. What? Jenna Al Palm Springs. <laughs> oh my God. What did you think I, I was doing? I was related to emoji and I was like, no. I'm I deep, no, I'm very right. bad. That's on us. Because I just we were, randomly. Yeah. Yeah. That's on you guys. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> yes. That is, that is an accurate acronym. Thank you. Um, so <laughs> Molly and Ben are here and I'm very excited mm-hmm. and we have a lot to get into. Molly is eating pot gummy bears as we speak and she's hungover. At 9.15 p.m., can we say that? Yeah. I'm not proud of myself. I know, well, what am I supposed to say why I'm hungover? Oh, sure. Oh, yeah. Well, no, I just started drinking today at, like, an early time. And then um, and I knew I had to be here. And then I just was like, you know what? Mm, I quit today. Sometimes I just do that. I'm like, you know what? I've had enough. This is what's going like you've on. Had enough you just of- quit the day. Yeah. Well, yeah. This, okay, this is what's going on. So I have a lot of things in the works. And that sounds fake or illegal but it's not and i'm also not allowed to talk about any of it so it's been a very emotional situation for me where it's all great shit this is all career stuff i guess and but it's in mage limb and i'm like (laughs) dying every day i wake up every day dying and i go to sleep every night dying and i've been i've uh if you follow me on snapchat mall's official i deleted that today because i felt i needed emotional space but i know i'll be back uh you plugged it right right don't visit it it. yeah join but then when i come so when i come back it'll be a fun surprise but i um i uh, yeah no so i um i i just have been like an insomniac and like wandering around glendale and being weird and like not (laughs) eating or eating too much i have a stain on my boob right now it's oh yeah i've been 
apparently now I used to not eat on my sleep meds, but now I eat everything on my sleep meds and I'm not going to, I love cooking. So I'm not going to be one of those weird people that doesn't have food in their house. Cause mm-hmm. they, I know those, Do you, they would rather be drugged to sleep than have food in their house. I have been one of those mm-hmm. when I lived alone. I was very controlled about like, I would just buy what I was going to eat for that day. Um, and I would go to the store every day. But what and- if you get so, so hungry? <laughs> that would be so sad to be like late at night and there's no food in the I house. know. It sucked. That's why I always had like a bag of spinach or something. Yeah. <laughs> something not very exciting. Party. Um, I, don't, but, I don't have yeah. food in my house for other you don't? than, I mean, but not, not intentionally. I just don't know how to do it. I don't know how to, to advancedly shop. buy food. I some, Once in a blue, I'll buy like some cucumbers. Or some tomatoes, I'll forget it's there. And then three weeks later, I have ruined tomatoes and cucumbers in my fridge. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's all that happens. Did you say once in a blue? Yeah. yeah. I like that. I also like Mage Lim. I like Mage Lim a lot. Oh, thanks. I know that when I'm in Mage Lim, it's hard for me to feel anything other than kind of freaked out Miserable. and anxious. Yeah. yeah. And I don't cope with stress well at all. I have no coping mechanisms for stress or anything negative. So I just start <laughs> getting just like, I'm just like, oh, okay. So today's going to be an off day. And then every day turns into an off day. And then I just like cry in my pajamas, rewatch the same seven seasons of Real Housewives in New Jersey. I would like to, I think you're shortchanging yourself. I would like to submit the idea that perhaps the alcohol and the booze and the sleep meds are coping mechanisms. Thank you. Yeah, I you're think welcome. so. Yeah, Interesting definitely. Theory. So that's Thank where you. that comes in. And then I think I think I don't know if things are going to change when the good news comes in because now I'm like, well, this is my lifestyle, mm. so I have to. I think I have to go to Palm Springs and drink juice. Anyway, is that where you go to drink juice? Yeah, you got to. Like, well, I'll just go to the Ace quote. and get a room <laughs> and bring my dog and just like lay in a in a cold, damp room. And so what far, is travel for juice? It's true. No, I mean, like, I just like it's It's no Palm Springs. (laughs) No, like, I just feel like I sweat there. I do. I I walk around. I do things. What is the boob stain? Do you know? Um, no, I'm super confused by it because I don't be soy sauce. No, it's it's definitely not. It might be like oh, um, it could be a piece of like a heirloom tomato salad I was making earlier. And find out for us. Yeah, my guess is teriyaki. Go for it. No, I don't do ter. I don't have sauces oh, okay. like that in my house. I'm like I said that was such. <laughs> I know. Like, I don't have teriyaki in my house. Jeff, get God, out. how dare you? <laughs> no, I don't. I don't. Right I don't want to. I don't want to lick it. I am not no interested. Smell. It could it be no dog smell? adjacent. That's oh, the thing. Oh, it could oh. be my dog. Uh, like, you know, like chewed a bone on me. I don't know what happened. What I, but I remember when I put this on. Think I you'd like, remember a dog, a dog bone being chewed upon you. Not I don't know that you would. Oh, that's a good point. Wait, what kind of condiments do you have in your house? All of them, but not but like, not teriyaki not like or random. Not sauce. fucking no. teriyaki. No, I have, I'm not a teriyaki guy either. I have a me. wide variety of barbecue sauces. Well, I it have, could be barbecue sauce. I make what? Uh, no, no, Allison. It's like yellow in color. This is not <laughs> barbecue it. adjacent. This is like I would say. I well, I make a lot of my own marinades, and and why am I why? Okay, so we make a lot of my own marinades. So I have that, and I have so I do have soy sauce. I don't have teriyaki. I don't do any of that pre-made stuff. I'm going to do a teriyaki sort of situation. I'll make the flavor myself. Teriyaki, I respect that. Teriyaki is a is a lazy man sauce. Thank you. What the it fuck really, is that flavor though? Like, what's teriyaki made like out of? It's a tanginess that like nobody needs. It's it's ginger? Is it ginger? Maybe. Yeah, there's ginger in it. Yeah. And in my defense, I didn't say store-bought teriyaki sauce. That's You're obsessed true. with teriyaki. <laughs> Where's your teriyaki sponsorship? I Wait, just, are you I obsessed just, with teriyaki? I... Do you eat that at home? 
I'm not obsessed with it, but I you're not I, not I obsessed with it. it. Yeah. I don't hate I don't, it. It's only good at, at a mall food court every three years when you get teriyaki chicken and it's super hot, so hot that you don't know any flavor would be good. Then as soon as it cools off, it's like, uh. But I, I went cold on teriyaki sauce once. I got really into sushi and realized that's the only like food that sushi restaurants have that's not sushi. And then you're like, oh, it's always a cold teriyaki sauce on the chicken they didn't put their heart into because they're a sushi business. They don't want to even be selling chicken. They do it begrudgingly. Yeah. They throw some probably one bottle of teriyaki sauce in the fridge back there for a long, long time. Mm-hmm. It, it, it it ruined it for me. Well, you just sushi ruined it. For ruined me. it. You're welcome. Mm-hmm. I've never really even thought that much about teriyaki, but uh, <laughs> now I really have solidified my feelings about it. It's overrated, yeah, and I feel like shit. it appeals mm-hmm. to people with uh, yeah. the decloise people, yeah. not yeah. not people with refined taste yeah. like us. Yeah. Nope. So we do <laughs> have Snapchat. Thank you. We have a message from Jenna and Al, and we also have a message from Greg. Oh, yeah. Let's hear those to find out. And I already sort of stepped on it by saying where they were, um, but I think this will still be worthwhile. Real pro. Hey, Allison, Jeff, Molly, McAleer, whoever else is there this week, it's me, Greg. I'm on a boat. I've had a few beers, and I can't be on the show, so I'm sorry. But I have to catch some fish, dog. What? Slaying yellows. What? Also, I'm going to surf a bunch. I'll see everybody next week. Bye. I miss you too, Greg. <laughs> and I'm going to guess it was also windy where he was. I think he was on a boat. I was imagining his wife like blowing into the... <laughs> <laughs> it's possible. And it then we does have- sound, That sounds like the best day of anyone's life that he was having. That sounds like such a great day. Good mm-hmm. for him, man. I yeah, wonder I mean, if he yeah, enjoys his life daily more than the rest of us. No, definitely, you know what? He seems no. He's a pretty. That's true. Yeah. but he's a relatively tortured person. I would say, uh, except when he's fishing and surfing. He is. I, I think so. he swings far in yeah. both directions. Like he has a lot of Yahoo fun, and then a lot of teeth grind. frustration. I, yeah. Yes, I, I don't know the man, but from listening to the pod, I would agree. Yeah, I, that's my diagnosis. Do you guys care? Yeah, yeah, right. I concur. Yeah, I think he's tortured, but he balances it well right. with fun. Ben, where are you on the tortured fun scale? I don't know. I think I'm pretty fun overall. Because I, 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 sometimes, you know, when major drama hits you, I take it in stride pretty well. I'll get bummed out and still be in a good mood and be trying to make people smile that day. So I'd say pretty – I'm not happy. I'm kidding. <laughs> Everything's fine. I think I'm pretty happy, I would assume. I saw there was a guy at work the other day. And I was just having a fucking shitty day. And he was uh, in the – he was sitting in the office next to me. It's not normally his office. And – uh I went in there. I'm like, hey, how you doing? He's like, every day I just wake up and I just go, today I'm going to have a great day. And I just have a great day. It works. I just want to punch him in his fucking stupid face. <laughs> it's like that guy from Jerry Maguire, the old mentor agent they would cut to sporadically. He's like, I wake up and then today is going to be a good day. And then it cuts to Tom Cruise just in the doldrums. Yeah. But it's like, I know it's a goddamn choice, really, I fundamentally. It were but as I, simple as it, that. I can't do that. But. For me, I, it, it maybe it's a choice, but I think those people, it's like they're already in a good mood. So then they say, "Oh, I, I'm gonna, I had a good day because I woke up and clapped my hands and said it was gonna be a good day." It's like, no, you were just that hyper, joy, right. joyful person. Yeah, like you, you were just, you're already that. You're giving yourself credit for something you already are. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah, there are dispositions for sure. And you can be more naturally, uh, you know, proclived. Is that a word? Not really. Sure. I don't think so. Pro- yeah, Pro- I'm going to say proclived. Yeah. Like okay. That. It's a word. Thank Proclivin you. is Proclivin. also not a word. 
Proclivified. I've been proclivified. Yeah. Some people are proclivified to be happier, but I feel though as though even if you're a depressed person, a happy attitude still is, would help a little. It helps. It, it helps definitely. other oh, people. Sure. So I've been yelled at you. by people like about by, for trying to tell them to cheer up. I'm like you don't know what it's like. I'm like, oh, so cheering up would not help. You're saying cheering up is help. That means you're happier. Yeah. The thing is, this guy's he's right. Right. I doesn't make me not want to punch him in his stupid face. Mm-hmm. You know, there I just don't the problem, understand really. like people that don't laugh like all the time. Like I'm, I laugh all day long because everything I see is funny for some reason. Yeah. And like I, I have a really big problem with people that like can't. I'm like, yeah, you know, I was somewhere. Some girls thought something so inappropriate at a party recently about like rape, <laughs> and. It was really upsetting what she said. And everyone got really, really upset. And I couldn't stop laughing because I was like, she thinks that's okay to say. Like, right. it was the funniest fucking thing I've <laughs> ever heard. And everyone was like, oh, wow, no, she, I mean, we can't. And I was like, no, she should always be around us because who thinks like that? That's fucking nuts. We never get that <laughs> where we're from, you know? So I like that. <laughs> Wait, do I dare ask what she said or should we not go there? She, I'll tell one? you what okay. she said. It was really, really, really upsetting. Uh, I was going to save this for my own pod, but I think I'll give it to you as an exclusive. Oh, so this you. drunk so bitch nice. at the Kanye show <laughs> said, she's like, you know, like, it's like those Bill Cosby girls. She's like, oh, I'm sorry you drank too much. <laughs> oh, wow. And I was like, you have a fundamental misunderstanding of what happened in that yes. situation. And also, like, no matter how much someone drinks, an old man is not allowed to rape any man of, or any human of any age. is not allowed to rape you. That concept hadn't occurred to her. So I thought that was really, really funny. Did people inform her as to the real facts of the story? And no, she... everyone was horror. I tried to after. I was like, but you know. I'm like, you know, like, that's crazy. Like, you can't have sex with someone just because they're drunk. And she was like... She was like, I mean, I guess. And I was like, cool. But everyone else was just like treating her like a leper. And I was, I just thought she was really funny. And it was Do lepers say really inappropriate things like that? Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> oh, dude. Oh, man. Did you hear that story about the leper dance on This American Life? No. no. All right. It's upsetting. You should listen to it. There's a leper dance. And one of the lepers means. was there with the prostitute. There was a what? jail where they sent all these lepers. I'd be upset if it wasn't really this American life. There's this jail where they sent all these lepers. This woman was like 80 years old. She'd been there since she was 12. Point is, there were some of these prisoners that were non-lepers that um, like would get to interact with them. And they had a leper dance one night. All the lepers had a dance. And one of them like ordered a prostitute to come and dance with him. And uh, one of the, the prisoners came over to the leper's prostitute and was trying to dance up on her. And the leper pointed his stumpy, non-pointed finger at her <laughs> and said, get away from my girl. And so the guys all like ran, all the prisoners ran away ashamed because they just got like told by lepers. But like, yeah, it's really sad, man. It is a problem. When did this so, happen? I don't know. Probably last week for all, in 1920 or last week. I don't know. <laughs> that, that's well, like really being served. That but like, like yes. well, where right. did it happen? Where are their leper prisons? There was like an over, I, there was an island, I think. And there was an overwhelming population of prisoners at that time in a, in a, maybe a southern state, I think. And so they, um, so they sent the extra prisoners. In America? 
Yeah, it was on yeah. This American it's Life. It's on This American I mean, Life. Hello. Wait, they don't do th- this international life, It's right? probably what, Canada. What part of the yeah. story are you not following? It's an island of lepers, and they fly in prostitutes <laughs> for the leopard dance. Yeah. Oh, right, And right, then right. Obvi, finger. Where right. have you been? Uh, Mississippi. <laughs> did you miss part of the story? It seems... You're a mage limb on that story. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you his, his, get uh, it later. His finger <laughs> was not that. mage limb, yeah. though. You know what I mean? Let's hear the Jenna and Al message. Hey guys, Daniel, Jeff, Gregory, and Allie, Michelle. Oh, and of course, the ARIYMBF Carb Nation. What's going on? It's JKJ and Vacation Al. Hey. Hey, we're kicking it in the desert with Al's family this week, and we miss you. And because we hate missing the pod, here's a little mini episode for you. How about some snack chat? Uh, The Burger King A1 Burger turns your poop green. Talk amongst yourselves. (laughs) Oh, yeah. And don't worry, we've got fart chat. A baby farted on me this week, and I did not lose my mind but I did wash my jeans. And uh, just me or everyone, doesn't matter what kind of heat it is, dry or humid, it still sucks. Um, I think we have one more thing to do. We do. Oh, what fruits do you like? Do you like? What fruits do you like? Do you like? I like the apple and the pineapple. I like the apple and the pineapple. Whoa, apple, pineapple, oh, oh, oh. melon, watermelon, oh, oh, oh. Good luck getting that out of your head this week. We love you guys. We'll see you soon. Wow, Al nailing the uh, harmony and falsetto. I I know, really tried. I love it. It was really good. And also, they did not mention my name. And what? What is? I know. I'm sorry. I don't know what's going on. You do, Ben Glebe. You do exist. Thank you. I hope. Or do he? I don't know. (laughs) I'm a minute from. From tele telecoptering helicoptering. <laughs> Don't telecopter out of here. I would never. That. I would never. I, but I might helicopter you? myself to a leper island and get me some, <laughs> some, some, some paid for love in action. That's, what I'm That's my belief. Mm-hmm. Have you ever hired a prostitute? No. Have you ever hired a leper? Yeah. You know what my friends did in Vegas that I thought was real weird. Mm. All right. So these two guys, they grew. Well, I went. I went to college with one of them. The Boo Boys, Malibu Boys. Uh, I went to college in Boston. So, like that was very rare, and they were like hot and rich. So anyway, uh, they went to Vegas and like got a prostitute for like this one guy's birthday, and they all watched him fuck him what? or her. How weird is that? That is weird. I think super weird. To go, no, no, you've done that, Jeff. Come I on. So have no, not. if anyone at this table has done that, it's you. Come on, <laughs> no. be real. Come on. Who <laughs> watched your friends fuck? No. All right, fine. Have you fucked the prostitute? One of your friends watched. I've nothing prostitute. Look, if you haven't watched your friends fuck the prostitute, that means you are the one who fucked the prostitute. Oh but what? Is or that, you are man? the prostitute. Oh my god. I, not- I don't know. That's weird. I have um, two of my friends. Sorry, I just I want to go back to your story. But two of my friends worked at this bar. And uh, they there was this office upstairs where you could see through like one. W- there were a couple rooms, and you could see through one into the other. And they arranged it so that one of them would be having sex with his girlfriend, and the other one was going to watch the people. That's also yeah. weird. I think maybe I mean, it's it's the just thing. depends how hot they are. Really, it's not that weird if they're very hot. 
You mean if both of them are very hot? If all three people, like even the person looking through the peephole. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's true. Part of it. I guess but is right. that just like, did movies start using this thing where it's like the guys in the closet filming his friend having sex with the chick? Did movies start that? Or is that a real thing that happens a lot? And then they started to put that in TV and movies. I wouldn't have thought it was a real thing, but maybe it really is. I always wonder. I mean, it probably is a real thing, but I wonder just logistically, like, when are you pressing record? Is your tape running out? (laughs) How about autofocus issues? How do you know where you're going to be? Is it throwing it off? Are you running audio? There's a lot of questions. Yeah. Is Jeff there with a six-way mixer? (laughs) I feel like this is a fraternity thing. Like, you hear about this in fraternities, like. So, Definitely. Yeah. My fraternity, we never uh, banged anybody in front of each other. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> but I was at a bachelorette party in Vegas once where something similar. No, it was not. We didn't hire a prostitute, but as bachelor parties do, you hire strippers. And then this particular one, we, the group hired two strippers to come to the room together to like the suite at the hotel. And they just did, made, made, made the bachelor do weird things. Like what? Like, they strapped, like, a rhinoceros horn on his head and then kind of <laughs> ba- and, and then banged it or on, or on his chin, one of the two. Huh. Wow. Well, that's a big difference. Yeah, on it was either for... I think it was true. chin. I think it was chin. It was chin. Okay, yeah. So it was less of a rhinoceros horn and more of just, like, a chin chin dildo. <laughs> In my mind, it was some. it was much more wildlife-oriented, but maybe not. Right. That's kind of cool that, uh, th- I mean, that sounds really only for her pleasure. Yeah. Who's enjoying <laughs> that except her? Nobody. It was I just think so that might actually hurt his chin. Yeah. yeah. Depending on how the rhinoceros horn is like fitting onto it. Yeah. And, and it was a completely furry rhinoceros horn. That's the weird part. That's not true. And how into it <laughs> she is. Mm-hmm. I, this is reminding me, I had a, a friend in junior high who had an older sister and she had a lot of hot friends and he... They shared a bathroom, so it was between their bedrooms, and he was bragging how he drilled a hole in the wall right where the towels were so he could peep on his sister and his and her friends getting hmm. naked in the shower. And I was always like, yeah, that's weird, though. It's like the intersection of voyeurism <laughs> and incest makes me uncomfortable. Right. Yeah. As it should. Not your own sister. Yeah. No. Definitely. But, but it was a hole in the shower just into the bathroom. Well, the ba- it was the bathroom. It wasn't the in the shower. Room. Yeah. And how frequently was he just looking at the other side of a towel? Yeah, he'd sit there for hours, just staring at the towel, <laughs> waiting for it to open <laughs> like a curtain. Or like at lunch, the the or, or, or dinner the night before, he's like, "Sis, so what time are you planning on getting up tomorrow?" But this might be filed under stories that probably weren't true that kids in junior high just say. Right, 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 right. Because I had another friend who uh, <laughs> bragged that he the first time he had sex was in seventh grade in a garbage can. In the garbage can? Yeah, and we're just like, what? And he's like, she wanted to do it in a garbage can. And it's like, (laughs) you guys are 13. (laughs) Like, fetish, do fetishes evolve that quickly? I don't know. Wait, I. That's very specific. But, and was the garbage can on its side? Or I don't know they... that I delved into the details. My but mind that's... was blown by the knowledge that one of my friends was having sex. This is a logistics thing. Yeah. But, How do you have sex in a garbage well, can? Are they talking like huge dumpsters? No, like a, like a, a huge like dumpster. Out, yeah, a dumpster. Like a, oh. like a big, big, huge ones. Yeah. Not like, like just in a an garbage alley. can? I mean, somebody was smelling bad in that situation to necessitate <laughs> that background odor to drown it out. And in my That's mind, and I don't know if he said this, but in my mind, they were in a tree, <laughs> too. So it was a garbage can in a tree, but I'm sure in the tree mind. part is not what he said. I'm sure right. that was an embellishment. Pro- in, in your mind, because probably because only only because mostly that doesn't exist ever. 
The whole thing was so fantastic, it might right. as well be in a tree. But I mean, tra- a huge dumpster in a tree. I can't fathom how you'd get it there, how you'd get garbage into it. Why, well, you'd, how you'd, why you'd want it, it there, yeah. Why you'd want in it Tucson, there. that's what they do. They put the... Is that gar- right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then instead of garbage men, are, are there the like storks and birds? Yeah. Oh, you mean helicopters. <laughs> Keeps the bears out of the garbage, right? That's right, yeah. Dude, I want to <laughs> drive to Arizona so bad. I don't know why. I think about it all the time. You should. Will you tell me where to go in Zone Dogs? I will. I'm so excited. My friend love it. Sasha lives there. I know. I feel like I get some fun like Native American art and shit. And like, I'm Native American, so I like would love to do that. Yeah. Hell yeah. Wait, yeah. I, I love didn't the know desert. you were Native. Did I know you were yeah, Native American? Yeah, actually, it's kind of, I mean... I kind of got drunk because it was Columbus Day. I was really, and also the bank was closed. I was pissed. I actually couldn't decide what I was more pissed about being Native American today or that the bank was closed. I was so mad about both. It's Columbus Day, right? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) As we record this, it is. Yeah, it's kind of a shitty day for Native Americans. What tribe, do you know? All of them, man. All I'm all tribe. I'm all in the mix. That's Whatever's awesome. in Pennsylvania, I don't know. My dad's family's lore is weird. Lenite Lenape? Probably, See? yeah. My dad's family lore is really weird, but I remember seeing my great grandpa or my grandfather when I was a kid or great grandfather and he was like a full I was like, Oh dude, you're like a Native American man. So that's I'm awesome. not one of those ones. But I I like that's like, oh I'm one twenty seventh. But I, I didn't <laughs> use it for college, which I should have. I've never used it for anything. I should cash in. I, I don't know how, but you should. Diversity program. Yeah, Over, Americans well, are like very humble. They're like too humble. They don't like really put their foot down. You're like right. Like a lot of stuff. You're right. They need to really like lay their claim. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A little stronger, maybe. I mean, yeah. it does seem like a little bit of a Rachel Dolezal situation, though, with me, because it's like Molly McAleer. Like, could I sound like more of a, like a little bit of an Irish? No, you could rag. I couldn't. No, <laughs> that's what we call ourselves, right? All right. Have you guys ever heard? <laughs> you guys ever heard that Christopher Columbus is part Native American? I don't think I have heard that. <laughs> no, it's, it's not true. I was just curious if anybody <laughs> had ever heard. I don't think I have. <laughs> well, you just blew my mind. <laughs> he traveled back in time and was his own father. That's right. Okay, I have a question that's going to blow everyone's mind. It's, and by that I mean it's not going to blow anyone's mind, and it's about email. But twice <laughs> recently. I have been attached on emails that have used the blind, blind copy, blind carbon copy, BCC feature in ways that I never have before. And I will explain what I'm talking about. And my question is just, is this like a new trend? Is this a thing? In fact, for a second, I thought, should we have a segment called, is this a thing? And then I thought, no, because I feel like, it doesn't feel like me. Is this a thing? Mm. Feels like it's a solid segment. I feel like Andy Cohen should take it or something. It's also a little JMO-y. It is. Yeah. Right. Okay, so anyway. You own it, girl. You're doing you. Thank you. Yeah. Thank right, you. I'm sorry. Um, that's okay. So uh, I wanted to get someone on this podcast. So I emailed someone who I've had on this podcast who knows this person. And I was like, hey, do you, th- um, you know, I'd be interested in having him on my podcast. Do you think you'd want to do it? If so, could you... Um, you know, either contact him or pass his his email to me or whatever. He wrote back to me and was like, hey, Allison and person I'm talking about, um, you know, uh, Allison has a great podcast that I've done and it was fun and I think that you should do it. Um, and she's interested in having you on. I've BCC'd you on this email in case for some reason you're not interested. Did that all make sense? BCC'd who at the end of it? The no, I was my regular email was on there, but this guest whose email I 
I've never guess seen what I want to aggressive of a move, to be honest. Right. The verbalization of or whatever is very interesting. Okay. And I like it because well, it's what you're sick. Saying. It's sick. It's a little sick. Well, sick how? Because you're I, just throwing the ball in the person's court and saying like, you can fuck this girl over if you want. Here's her email. Like you use her as toilet paper or just keep moving on with your life. That's okay. how I would interpret I that. thought it was a little, I was a little. <laughs> right. But looping you in on it. And it'd be one thing if he did yeah. it behind the scenes, but to loop you in on like it, it and be like, oh, here's what I'm doing. And assuming yeah. that you're going to just abuse this person's email address if you had it. And right. that, that person's totally trustworthy with yours. It's a very weird dynamic. Respond to the weird little lonely girl or move on with your life. That's how I would read yeah, that. And no then harm I would to throw you. my computer out the window and that's why I can't be in Hollywood for much longer. Yeah, <laughs> makes sense. Okay. So I was just like, hmm, that was weird. A little bit weird. Even though the guy, like both guys, it's these are, n- both guys I think are, are both the guy that I had on the podcast and the guy who is, who's his friend who I would like to have on the podcast. They're both great and I don't get the sense that they're like pulling anything. I think this just might be a new thing because then I got another email yesterday from a fellow podcaster um, sent to me and I don't know who. For a second I wondered is this going to like a big list of people who are all BCC'd saying that, you know, he's... Um, hello, I'd like to introduce you to this woman. She's, de- I'm, I'm, I don't know why I'm obscuring this, but I just feel like I should. Like she's developing this thing for podcasters and is interested in picking some podcasters' brains. Um, you know, if you're interested, please let her know. I BCC'd you on this in case you aren't interested. Hence, is this a thing? No, you know what no. it is? No, the first one, sorry. The first one, uh, this is what's going on. Uh, this person doesn't want to have to reach out to that person. So they're just pretending that they're BCCing that person. Ooh. Oh, you're sick. You really no. think that mm-hmm. people are really that manipulative? Because they don't want to have to like ask that favor. So they're like, so they could have sent the email to anybody you or know nobody. The worst of people. Mm-hmm. I don't ever. How do you know that? <laughs> you're right. It could right? be that. You don't really think it's that though. Oh, although the know. guy has that's not what gotten in touch thought. with. Them. But the these are people that... who have like sixteen thousand Twitter followers. Whoa, whoa, no whoa that's what I was going to say. You have had oh. some very <laughs> high profile people that's here. I, yeah, and I don't understand who the fuck this person is. <laughs> that's but, who I'm... are they? Are they untouchable? We don't want them no, here. They're a leper. They're a leper. That's what I'm saying. Great. They're not. Thank you very much. They're not people who I think would be throwing their weight around or pulling attitude or anything that's why i think this might be a the thing. other option is just that they don't they didn't think it through and they thought oh this is a way to not share an email like it, it could be that they didn't i mean it is a way ahead yeah it, it would work for the intended purpose here's why i don't right. like it though having now been on the receiving end of it i don't want to email this person to let her pick my brain about podcasting because that sounds like a real unfun time however if i don't th- it's like then it's I, f- I feel like I've been put on blast because I feel like either I yeah. respond like a decent person or if I don't, like the implication is like I'm kind of an asshole. Wait, but but the your pers- email's not in it. Right. No, I've been BCC'd in case I'm not interested. So they don't but even it's still, know. It's the same thing. Even, but That's is your name true. listed anywhere? They don't know you run this list even. No, they don't actually. You're right. You're fine. You can ignore yeah. this easily. But I still, f- it still feels like I think it's a thing that's done out of courtesy that ends up making you feel weirdly put into a corner. Well, email's supposed to be interpersonal. But also, here's my my hunch mm-hmm. is the guy who hasn't gotten back to me, I suspect he would want to do the podcast. He's very much in the vein of people that I would normally have on the show. But because of the whole BCC thing, he it's like, I think he might just forget. Right. 
But it's also, like it puts know? the onus on him. But I don't if they know. had included your email, you have to respond. Like, how many times have you been like, here's an intro. This is my friend. Great guy. I wanted you to meet. You have to reply. Otherwise, you're such a dick. So maybe this is politer in a way, really. Otherwise, you're just imposing on no, people. No, because I think if he doesn't respond, he's still a dick. Right. And and <laughs> you still know that he hasn't responded. I mean, right. that's the part that would make you feel bad. That's why I think that the way it was, was written, it was like... Um, you know, I'm putting him on BCC if for some reason he's not interested. But it was like, there's hard, like the sense I got from reading it was like, if, you know, on the, in the crazy chance that this happens or something. But he hasn't gotten back. I think that he set everyone up for a failure except himself in that situation because it makes that guy look like an asshole if he doesn't respond. I think Daniel's right. I think this person's a fucking sicko. I really <laughs> I do. Totally I think like you're dealing person. with a complete sicko. <laughs> and the fact that this person you did not reply. Yeah. The fact they didn't reply is probably the only reason I'm here. So I'm fine with this. No, no reply. Yeah. I'm cool no, with we, that. Who, you tell me who it was after. I'll get you for him. I will. Okay. I'm <laughs> pulling it up. For you. <laughs> I'm drunk. You guys, I'm sorry. I'm gonna Mindy Cohn did that to me. <laughs> I'm going to pull up the email so that I can see if I got it right. Um, and it's just going to take just a moment. Oh, here we go. I feel something is happening. Let's see. Um, okay. Here. Okay. So Allison Rosen podcast is a subject line. And then it says, Hey, let's give them fake names. Hey, Sam. Dixie Glasscock. Hey, Dixie Glasscock. (laughs) This is Allison. She has a fun podcast she would like you to do. I have been a guest and I thought it was great. Allison, Dixie Glasscock is BCC'd on this email in the odd event that he does not want to give out his email and or do the show. I hope you guys have fun. They don't know each other well at all. In fact, he's embarrassed at how well he doesn't know him. And Even though they probably hosted talk- a podcast together? I would bet there's been some sort of disturbance in their friendship. That's but possible. That's what it is. I think it's he has probably over like compensated for how close he is with this person. I, I, I think I know who it is. I got a theory. I'm not going to say it. Okay, let's theorize after the show. Okay, Howie Mandel? I, I it's s- not Howie. I still don't see any reason why you needed to be BCC'd on that. I know. Um, I don't even know what those letters are that you just wrote down, <laughs> Ben Glebe. He just wrote Terry Bradshaw. No. Oh. Okay. No, right. but I th- yeah. I, I've had that person oh, good. on the show. Oh, good. Um, and I like that person, if that's who I, I think you're talking about. Okay, good. Yeah, so, no. So why couldn't this guy just say, okay, I'll send him an email? Yes, that's what I'm saying. Right. I wonder if it's like a t- kill two birds with one stone kind of thing. Or, well, back to the, my original question. Is this now a thing? Is this a thing that people a, do? Honestly, I just think it's a way. I think a it's a new to, thing. Go ahead. Yeah, yes. Yeah, I think it is. But I think it's a way for a person to do the favor and not have to follow up. Like, Because uh, the alternative would be... To send two emails. To, to send the person an email with your email attachment. You know, like, here, here's Allison's email. And expect that person to reply or ask himself. But either way, I, I think he's just like, eh, I'll just send it this way. Oh, so if the guy's then interested, can, he just replies to it. Then and they can yes. just communicate and mm. I don't have to hear. I'm making the introduction. You guys do what you will. Maybe it's a good it's way to do way. it. It's true because that person you asked the favor of, otherwise you're right, would have to send the email, wait for the reply, get the email, reply back to that person, then reply to you and say, it sounds good. Now I'll put you in touch. Now this person's on the hook for six, seven emails. No, no one has that kind of time. Do. I know that is what, well, so, that. what we do. It's so the business we're in. Then 
fast forward to yesterday when a friend of mine asked if she could have I'm just going to say the name because I don't see any reason not to at this point. Could could have Emily Gordon's email because she wanted to ask her, Emily Gordon, who I just had on my Monday show. Now, this is a different scenario. Different scenario because she wanted to ask um, ask her some questions about something in a field that Emily would definitely know about. So, And this is a friend of mine. But I don't feel entirely comfortable giving out Emily – or I don't know if it's okay for me to give out Emily's email address without asking Emily first. So – I thought, should I do this BCC thing? Is this the new thing? And I didn't do it, though. But no. I just wondered, is that how we're now supposed to handle these situations? No. I don't treat anyone any differently. I CC a quote-unquote like famous person the way I would my friend from high school. I don't give a fuck if your email's public. But your, but your friend might not like that. Like I I don't care. I Maybe maybe this is elitist of me, or yeah. maybe it's, it's just managing relationships well, but if somebody asks me to put them in touch with somebody who's less well-known than the person, I will just give their number or email because I figured the person would want them to have it. But if somebody asks me to put them in touch with somebody that's more well-known, I will ask them if it's okay. Well, honey, I definitely what are you use discretion. Right. I would never say like, oh, um, you know, hey. Hey, Allison, here's Madonna's email address. Yes, I would never, <laughs> I would never do that. But I would... At the same, if I know like y'all are in the same realm, I vouch for you as a person. I've had people do that. For these me. people like, in the initial situation, these people are in my realm. Yeah, it, yeah. Whenever it's quote like, unquote I don't, realm, I don't technically know you, but you're yeah. not out of my world. Yeah, right. put you two on an email. You should know each other. Like this is connecting. And you, you're right. I'm terrible at managing relationships because I don't really give a fuck. At, at, it's and it's sad. I just, I just, I. It's the Pennsylvania know, Native American of you. Yeah, it, that's that's mm. just the Irish Native American bitch in me. But I just I I'm not good at that. No, I don't care because I'll I'll figure it out later. <laughs> you know what this makes me think about? How good it's gonna feel to climb into my bowl and branch sheets tonight. They are mm-hmm. the most comfortable sheets. They're super high quality. When you get them, they come in this awesome box with a ribbon on it that you will want to keep. To put your keepsakes in, um, you probably spend more time on your bed sheets than anything else you own. Hmm. Think about that. I know. Is there anything you spend more time true. on? Mm-hmm. You spend a lot of friggin' time on your bed sheets. Mm-hmm. So and you in really your bare sh- skin. True. You shouldn't skimp on your bedding, even though a lot of people do, because great sheets are expensive, but that's not the case anymore, thanks to Bowl and Branch. Um, and by the way, you guys, you've kind of been... Uh, Conned is a strong word. I'm not sure when he's word conned, but you've been fooled. Bamboozled. You've been a little bamboozled and maybe a touch hoodwinked by the sheet industry because, first Racket. of all, thread count has nothing to do with quality, and sheets in stores are marked up like a bazillion percent. But Bowl and Branch sheets are different. You can only get them at bowlandbranch.com, so you know you're paying for quality sheets and not for overhead. And frankly, they are the most comfortable sheets in the world. They're made of entirely organic cotton, and a night sleeping on bowl and branch sheets makes your day so much better. Three U.S. presidents sleep on bowl and branch, and those are people who can afford any brand of sheet in the world, and they choose bowl and branch, and also celebrities like Allison Rosen enjoy them. They even cut out the middleman, department store markups, which, by the way, are like 800%, so you're getting amazingly luxurious sheets for a couple hundred bucks. Bowl and branch is so confident you'll love their sheets that they'll let you try them completely risk-free for 30 nights it gets even better if you order right now they'll give you $50 off a set of sheets plus free shipping just go to bowlandbranch.com b-o-l-l 
A-N-D-B-R-A-N-C-H.com and use the promo code Allison. That's right. Get $50 off a sheet set immediately by going to Bowl and Branch, B-O-L-L and Branch, B-R-A-N-C-H.com and using the promo code Allison. I was hoping this was going to be the moment that the president slept on. I yep. was just and thinking this. Yeah. When I, got, when I heard that, I heard that on the radio recently too. I'm like, this is a commercial. I'm like, oh, but the president sleep on it? I'm going to try that. I want to know which. can get the best sheets. I want to know which president. Reagan. Because every president must have stolen sheets from the White Truman. House, too. That's true. You know that's a fact. So it's, this is compared to White House sheets. They're going with these sheets. Imagine if you could uh, be like the infi- official White House sheet contractor. That would be a sweet gig. That for if you made sheets. Mm-hmm. That's it, definitely what I would go for. It is like weird to think about like Jimmy Carter, though. I mean, like the same sheet needs as Bill Clinton. I imagine <laughs> like, that's true. weird. Like that's really like you. That's man. Yeah. It's too many generations. I imagine Carter on sort of like old old sheets that are kind of you know torn in the edges and peanut really? stains stains on the pillow sheets huh sure peanut shells made like the, the consistency of a peanut shell yeah. oh i don't like those pillow, pillows I mean, no filled does, with really. peanut shells the mm-hmm. sheet equivalent of willie nelson's guitar just all ratty and exactly. tattered <laughs> i like that so definitely not not carter let's do an itunes comment of the week now al normally reads these so i'm going to need a volunteer to read this comment Ben. Allison wants your iTunes comments. Allison wants them. Yes, she does. Please leave her some iTunes comments and don't forget to click five stars. This comment comes from Buttfliz8. Buttfliz8. Subject line still on the fence, but subscribed anyway. Mostly smiley face. Five stars. Found your podcast through suggestions on Stitcher. Before I go any further, let me preface my comments by sharing that my hubby and I are, quote, cat people. After rescuing a litter of seven kitties, born to a cat in our yard, adopting Peanut and Squeaky, open parentheses, check out my Instagram, at buttfliz8 for their pics. They are as cute as their names, close parentheses. So it may have been a mistake to kick off my AIYNBF podcast experience with podcast episode The Dustin Quiz Plus Cat Chat. (laughs) At first, I'm thinking, love the banter. The ease among the Thursday gang had me thinking, I could get used to this. Adding you to my podcast rotation. Then the cat chat began. I was right there with Greg. (laughs) Feeling a bit ganged up on. So I did what any self-respecting person would do. I hit pause. And I listened to Doug Loves Movies instead and calmed myself down. Maybe it was the episode I was on. Mm. To reach my zen giggle place. (laughs) But you need to know I'm not a quitter. So I finished listening to the episode. And have listened to a few more. Potty humor and sex in restaurant stories notwithstanding. I was on that episode. Mm -hmm. I subscribed. So if you want to settle the cat debate, feel free to contact me. And I'll share how my hubby and I Still love dogs, too. Thank you for the giggles. Donna. That was a beautiful... I I felt every emotion that one could feel when listening. You really brought that. That was was the best movie of the year so far. That was... Was it a tour de force? I don't even know what that is, but I always wanted to be one. That was a tour de force. Thanks. It was no no dry eyes in the house. I was on the edge of my seat. I feel like we needed a special iTunes comment to rate Ben's reading of the iTunes Mm, comment. I would love that. Also... God, I would love that. Wouldn't that be great? Oh, God. Please. 
I would love it. Does that count towards, like, it can be about whatever, right? Still goes towards the podcast and comment about whatever. Comment about my reading, you guys. Yeah, that's I'd like sure. several. Several I'd like three, four people to step yeah. uh, compete with yourselves to see nice. who can more poetically describe the way I read that. Describe the poetic way you read that. Okay, yeah. you guys have heard him. Challenge. Donna, thank you for your very nice comment. Um, I'm glad that you came back. There is a lot of potty humor on the show where Fair it's amount. just something. Oh, you know what? Um, I actually. Um, I have a, there's a tweet that I've been wanting to tweet and I'm trying to figure out if I can make this into a deleted tweet. I'll try to figure it out. Do we have the deleted tweet song? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Feel that beat. I believe we have a deleted tweet. Not so sweet Maybe that thought is incomplete Think I'll be a quick retreat I believe we have a deleted tweet I like how he's going to retreat Yeah <laughs> There's If I were to tweet this I would I would find the best way to put it And this is probably not it But something like You guys there's more to me Than just my obsession with poo and farts I'm also obsessed with asparagus pee <laughs> It's maybe good. I should maybe I should salvage it and tweet it. Definitely. Has should. there ever been a tweet that's that survived deleted tweetness and then been know. tweeted? That's you, a question I'm kind of asking myself. <laughs> I, I know. I think you should just do you. I think you should send it tweet like nobody's watching. That's what I always say. Mm-hmm. I like that. Yeah. I yeah. like that. Leanne Womack gave us that advice. Yeah. Uh, you know, I hope you stand b- before the ocean. When one door closes, send that asparagus pee tweet. <laughs> Everybody knows that. Sure. Classic. Like classic. I can't use emojis when people are watching. Is that weird? Mm. Like, oh, I how, do a, uh, like when do you use them then? Or don't you? When, only when nobody's looking. Which in notes to in yourself? Yeah. <laughs> do they really even get sent if nobody's there to All see them? Jeff's exactly. notes are like, hi, Jeff. Happy face. <laughs> little smoochy face. Uh, yeah. That's the only time you can emoji is to your own self. That'd be so weird. You had like a really intense, cute, flirty emoji relationship with your own self. <laughs> that would be weird. If you can't have it with yourself, who can you have it? With? Others. I think that actually Others. sounds yourself. kind of romantic. I don't know why. There's something romantic about that. To mm-hmm. me. It is cute. Yeah. I do a weird thing on my phone recently. I started realizing for the last couple of years, whenever I'm using my, like if someone's looking at me or if there's like a new person, maybe like a girl I'm trying to impress or something. I all of a sudden start holding my phone with two hands, even though I'm, sometimes even though I'm, I'm real typing, but I'm like it's more sophisticated. No, I feel I feel like it's like a real security blanket, but it looks like I'm fake t- texting. No, it's like, when you really care, you hold it with two. Yeah, hands. I I'm know like, you're exactly right. That's so the person's in the room and they're looking astute. at me, and I'm like, mm, I just don't. I forget how to act normal. I'm just <laughs> double handing my phone. You don't need it. It's a small phone, right? Two handed, double. Astute. Maybe you should get like a giant. You should you. get a giant mug. Mm, for, the, could, for the other hand yeah you could hold your giant mug and sip it it's a good idea or, always have it with me in case yeah. i'd run into the person or anybody <laughs> that, that could really go the other around. way because it could be really creepy to be just like, yeah i know true you probably shouldn't do that and yeah plus you know you have to drive places you might see people at any time i'm gonna have an open mug is the mug empty yeah no don't do it because there's no car that would have the right cup holder for your gigantic also mug. true also true yeah 
Mm-hmm. So I'm, I don't know. I just feel like maybe it's like you don't want to fumble the phone when they're looking. You know, I love if you this two hand thing. Yeah, I just like, think there's something that's. I mean, do you think that you maybe like it's like you want to cover more of your body, but you right. also want to seem like oh, I hold things with two hands because I'm substantial, but like I take great care of my texts, but also like. I'm in my own world. I don't need one hand free. I can keep mm-hmm. it all right here. Dude, I may- think you've really hit something special here with Thank two you. hand in Thank front you. of the people you care about. Maybe thing. part of it, I think, also is maybe I'm trying to like call a little bit of attention. Maybe it's a little bit of insecurity where I'm like, hey, look, I'm, uh, there's action on my phone. Yes. I'm just typing. Do you find Pretty bird, look over here. Do you laugh when you're looking at your phone? Yeah, often I go, ha, 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 ha. I'll do that laugh It's also a lot. kind of Blackberry-ish. Maybe it feels mm-hmm. more businessy, like you're sure. Johnny, more important, business, right? You know? I can provide. Look here. at me yeah. providing for my family yeah. over here with both of my fingers. That's yeah. what I think what you're saying. I'm texting yeah. my stockbroker right now. Exactly. <laughs> and then I'll Smiley say to face, them, bunny rabbit. I'll say to them, sorry about the two hands, unlimited texting plan. Mm-hmm. I'll just let them know I, there's no limit. Right to where I can take, but them. then she walks over and you're two two fingering, uh, two handing just emojis. Yes, exactly. Just right. Smiley, smiley, smiley. Yeah, just even I'm I'm two fingering just to like toggle through a web page. <laughs> it's completely unnecessary. Mm-hmm. Even the way I pronounced that was unnecessary. So it was necessary. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I regret. <laughs> it. I liked it. I regret it. I like it. None of I that. regret no, it. Gr- no regrets. Okay. I like no it. regrets, just love. To mm-hmm. quote Katy Perry. Yeah. How's um, wow? Hashtag Leanne, no regrets. Yes. Yeah. Hashtag Ian Womack no to Katy Perry. Yeah. yeah. Got a how's full the, range of empowered how's female singing. The dating life going? Um, you know, it's going. Oh, that means that there's someone. No, no, no. It's just no, no. Oh, okay. It's just it's you know it's a mess. It's a constant mess. It's I don't know why people do it. I don't know why I do it. It's fun and it's fun. Like it's just the most fun. Is there Wait, a waiting list that? for this leper prison? Because I'd like to get in. I'm, well, I'm, I, uh, <laughs> no, I just love dating. Like, I just love, I love boys and I love dinner and I love, like, hanging out. I love, and I love dinner. That's I what do. It is. No. That's what it no, is. No, I, I mean, even if, no, I just love, like, having conversation with someone that I have hand selected to have an, in, like, encounter with. And to engage that person and find out about their life and like whatever comes from that, I think that's really interesting and fun. I, hate I actually walked the fuck out on a date this week. You what got happened? What? I walked out on it. You guys, I did the How craziest. Did that okay, well, all right. So <laughs> I used to date this guy back in the day, and like it was. Then he, we started dating, and like it was like a very romantic. It's actually not dissimilar from an Allison and Daniel situation where he sent me an email mm. because he saw well. He had been a fan, and then he saw me at Soho House of all places, pouting mm-hmm. by the wine cases, like the big like cases of. Mm-hmm. So, and then he's like, "I saw you." He's like, "I've been such a fan of your writing, but I couldn't approach you because you look sad and disinterested in conversation." <laughs> <laughs> Which, by the way, is true. I'm always sad and disinterested in conversation <laughs> when I'm in public. I'm very unapproachable. So then, um, he just and so then I wrote back and I was like, "Oh, we should just like go there and get a drink. We should just meet up." So we did, and then... Um, did you wait, but did you n- know what he looked like at that point? No, but wow. I didn't care, because I was like, oh, well, like, obviously, like, you could be a complete pervert, but we're in the safety of our private member club, mm-hmm. and, like, I can also just, like, you know, scream rape and run away. Like, I don't know. So I... Um, <laughs> Unless you were drinking too much. Stranger <laughs> danger. Uh, so, yeah, so it wound up, like, he, he and I had so much in common, he's a really great guy, blah, 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 but the two of us cannot 
get it together. There is something that happens between us where on paper, it all works out. It makes complete sense. We're from the same area. We were raised in the same Irish Catholic situation. We both have the same loves, passions, interests, but in different areas. He's more in sports. I'm in, you know, my whatever I do. And then... And but when it, it always just ends in a fucking explosion. Quick side note: a lot of people refer to that as different interests. Yes. <laughs> what did I say? You said same interest, just in completely different uh, areas. Uh, <laughs> well, no, we're both in entertainment. Oh, okay, is what got I it. meant. Got so, it. like, okay, do you know what I'm saying? So we're exactly the same. I love dogs. He's a huge sports fan. <laughs> you're crazy. No, you're so true. I'm nuts. So, and, so, anyway, so we had had this whole thing. He came and visited me in Austin when I lived there for like a while. And uh, it just, it's explosive. Like it always ends with us. <laughs> I tried to walk out of the four seasons for four days in a row in Austin, Texas. Because every day I was like, I'm sick of you. I don't want to see you anymore. I'm going to take one more bath in this fucking fancy bath. <laughs> and then I'm gonna leave and then by the time I'd get out of the bath and be like well I just wanna like stay here for one more day and you <laughs> are really sweet and so so it's just bad it's explosive so we went on this date it's not a date though because we both are not we're not it's not romantic but it is always kind of this ro- romantic is there a chemistry between you guys yes but okay. like because it because it, we both look at each other and we're like Duh, on paper, you would be the father of my children and I would be like, like, this Mm -hmm. is exactly what this is. And we both know it. It's too weird. So we go and as I told you, I have a lot of stuff going on in my life right now. And I told him about this, which I've been very protective about. And I told him because he knew me during a very difficult time in my life when when I was living in Austin. And um, he, I thought he'd be, I don't know, he repeated it to one of his friends, this thing mm-hmm. that I had told him, and his friend said something really shitty about it, and then he repeated it to me. The, the shitty thing that his friend said? Yeah, and he was like, but that's just him. Ooh, and I was like, I don't, I don't like I, I'm like, I don't know him. I was like, why the fuck would you tell me that? And I started, to get re- I started to get really, really heated, and he's like, well, Mars, what you? I'm, his boss and I, Mars, what you do? He's like, you always have fucking turn into thirty minutes and blah, blah blah. It's like it's this whole thing, and I'm listening to him, and I'm just like, oh, is someone saying this is what you do this early in, in a relationship? Get out! And by the way, we're just friends, yeah. and so and so I stood up and I walked out of dinner, and then there was a whole email thing today, and then it turns out his whole fucking career blew up in his face today, and it was terrible. Like it's. Like, it's bad. Like, what happened to him today was really bad. And in the middle of that, he's fighting with me and sending me all these crazy emails and I'm not responding. Who's BCC'd on them? Mm. God Mm. knows. That's Mm -hmm. the thing. Probably his friend who said that That shitty fucking thing about me. But all I keep saying to him is go to your friend and ask him if what he said was meant for my ears. Because he doesn't understand that all I want is a fucking apology for what he repeated to me. What did the friend say or can't? Can you tell us that without telling us the rest of the story, or it is was, that part of it? Let's see how long that lasts. Oh, oh that's so shitty. That's, why? Why did you, you repeat say that, that to you? you? Don't repeat it's that. really wounding. Like it's wounding. But like, yeah, but you don't you don't repeat belittling. that unless you want to hurt the person you're saying that to. I think. And he was like, and that's just Mikey. And I was like, I don't know who the fuck Mikey is. No, you don't need to hear that. There's no yeah, reason no. That you need to hear that. That's just no, a that's shitty not comment. Being, that's not so I got drunk you. at 3 p.m. today, and now I'm here. But it just was like, it just, yeah, no. So it just really. Uh, I would stay away from that person. 
But he's and all this had to happen on Columbus Day as well. It's a, I know, it's a and like confluence. I'm Native American, you know, mm-hmm. yeah, and it just lot. sucks. It's a lot for me today. <laughs> <laughs> I understand that. Anyway, well, but yeah, dating's dating's fun though. I do like dating. You I really think- sold it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna get right back out there. <laughs> I do really like dating. Yeah, I hate it. I hate dating. I don't like. I mean, I don't hate it, but the problem is. I don't like to be single very long. Well, that's not true. I'm single for many, many, many years, but I don't like to in theory. So when I get out of a relationship, I'll go on like a lot of dates. But then I'm like dating. If any of them goes better than just mediocre, you ask the person on a second date. And then I'll be dating two or three people at the same time for a few weeks until you were figuring it out. I just can't keep their information straight. People's information is just arbitrary, I feel like. So like as much as I might like the person, their vibe as an individual – I don't remember if you have two sisters in this place or one sister in yeah. that place. I don't remember. No, I'm you confusing you, the details. You need to you need to bring a notepad. I do. I've started actually making notes after the date. Immediately, I write down my Evernote. I'm That's like, nice. here's That's what the really person nice. said about themselves. Mm-hmm. It's a little bit it, creepy too, though. Yeah, it's creepy. But I, I think know. it's probably smart. Or you could just put, never... maybe take a recorder and put it in the middle of the table yeah. during the date and just say... I and then just be like, <laughs> sorry, it's just that I'm dating a lot of people, but I really want to be really focused on you when I'm with you. And this I... Go ahead. No, you. I, I was never good at dating more than one person at a time. I would do it for like a second and then it would just like, oh, well, now I like you better. So now I don't want to go out with the other person. Right. Or I don't like you. So I don't want to keep going out with you. I just, there was, I, I, yeah. I always felt very, um, like I was like, like whoring myself out in a, in a non-sexual way because it'd be like, I don't like it's the worst you, kind of whore I, too. Emotional right. whoring. It's, yes. That's what, That's what it, it felt soul like. Soul whoring is what I call it. Yeah. yeah. No, it's not. Yeah. I, I was seeing uh, a couple girls when you emailed me, you reached out to me. Oh, this is a new <laughs> version of how we met. didn't know the story. Yeah. How, and then what happened? Uh, well, we're still, you know, in touch. <laughs> okay, great. And why did I reach out to you? Because you read my comic book? I don't know. <laughs> That's I, right. I, I read your graphic I novel. Got, yeah, <laughs> and I said I that uh, I just felt like we should know each other mm-hmm. based on your graphic novel. Mm-hmm. I feel like generally speaking, it's. I don't feel like it's – I never felt like it's whoring myself out. I feel like I don't – I wish it was easier to like go in one direction, but I feel like in general it's hard – I, I, I've attributed this, this may be a really rosy way to color it, the fact that I feel like I like people in general so much mm-hmm. that I don't know how to determine who I like more than the other. Like, I'm so interested in people. Someone's like, everybody has a fascinating story, and most people are, unless they're like incredibly stupid, which is pretty rare to find a very stupid person. It's like person. the one you want to kiss the most, dude. Yeah, but I, there's different flavors too, and I want to kiss no. lots of them. See, I this is a very gendered thing to say, but I think that men it's probably easier for men to date a lot of people than for women to date a lot of people at Amen. once. Would you agree with that, Molly? I mean, I don't know. Like sometimes I do feel like I'm having like a li- my little like girls just want to have fun montage where I'm like going out <laughs> all the time. And oh, by the way, do you know I have six identical date uh, tank tops? No, I didn't know that. <laughs> well, because I've never said it out loud. Yeah, yeah I have six identical date, date tank tops because I decided this is the one that looks the best. I like want it in six different colors. What I does it look got- like? Uh, it's just this tank top from Madewell that's a really good cut, and you can wear it with like a skirt or jeans or whatever. But it's it's just my date tank top. And, Smart to have that, and it's and, and I don't have to worry about what bra I wear with it because do you? I mean, you know the whole like which bra is clean. Okay, this is also going to dictate which shirt I wear because mm-hmm. I only have these four options or whatever. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So True. anyway, my date right. tank top. Mm-hmm. What did you ask me? Yeah, I, I sometimes don't... like it and have fun a, a fun for flirty time, and then my feelings get hurt eventually. And then uh, I go, yeah, and then I turtle. I turn into a turtle. 
How frequently do you wash your bras? Uh, I actually am a sicko hand washer. I, I hand wash. I don't wear things twice. So I, I. Without washing them in between, you mean? Yeah. And I hand wash everything and I have, um, yeah, no, my laundry's, I am, my laundry situation is like methodical. What do you use to hand wash? Um, it's this stuff that begins with an E. I don't really, I forget what it's called. I'll send you a link later, but it's something my friends Claire and Erica recommended. They have this like thing called of a kind and I take anything they say to do. I do. Um, and is it e Maybe. No, no, that's not what it is. Uh, no, it's, it's like technically lingerie wash with like some sort of extra thing. And that's not what I wash all my clothes in, but that's what I wash my bras in. And then they go on the the rack because you can never put your bra on the dryer. Mm-mm, no, I never have. Yeah. My mom always, my mom and I get in fights every Christmas about this. And I tell her, don't touch my fucking laundry, mom. Do not touch it. And then the, her hand goes in my suitcase mm. and then my bras wind up curly and crazy. And then I look, you know, whatever. It's the worst. It's the worst. Yeah, you know. You do you know. are you the kind of person who only hand washes and you don't even dry clean anything? No, no, no. There are those people too. I dry, I dry clean like uh, like cashmere or whatever. Okay. But like, I also just I try to make sure that I always wear like an underlayer if I wear like a cashmere sweater, so I don't have to take it dry cleaning often. And then Smart. That's why I, so you will wear something a second time if there's an underlayer. Yes. Thank God, because that would be so much washing otherwise. No, do you know, my dry cleaning, the dry cleaning situation for me is the thing that would really bankrupt me if I could have one true mm-hmm. luxury in the mm-hmm. world is dry cleaning. I By the way, do you know it. about Milton Eadie's dry cleaners? No, but I've been there before. What happened? No, no, no. Nothing happened. There's the greatest business in the world. Oh, okay. They're 24 hours open and they deliver for free That's and pick really up for free. Good. Why did I hours? schlep my buns and my shirt over there then? If they deliver, well, they don't. They don't. They don't necessarily come so far. Yeah, mm-hmm. but they're an amazing. Fridays, you get they got they got dip and veggies in there and hot dogs. Yeah, Always it's like free a whole popcorn, scene. cappuccino. Wow. Where is this? Twenty four hour tailors on duty. Wait a minute, is this the popcorn and coffee place? Yes, it looks like a drive-in. Tell me about this. It's amazing. It's amazing. Truly, they're lovely people. uh, It's like Bob's Big Boy. Right near Bob's Big Boy. Like if Ed DeBevix had a dry cleaners. Yes, Ed DeBevix. I know that's a reference that won't. Okay, one more question for Molly. Wait, do you have a membership to Soho House? I I canceled it last year because I moved to Glendale. So like, and honestly, I lived right next to Soho House, which was. I've never been there. I have a membership me. there. You do? Mm-hmm. I've just started curating a comedy show for them. My first one's on the 20, 21st, whatever the Tuesday is, October 20th. So for listeners who are wondering what we're talking about, Soho House is this private club in LA and New York and London and other places, and it has a whole mystique about it. But I've never been, but a lot of famous people go. I've been. I've been. Okay. Yep. The Everyone's one. been. I'm mm-hmm. the only one who hasn't I been. What goes on Heller there? Giggles, like, people, I heard you were banned. <laughs> <laughs> people just there's a bar but there's like places you can sit there you can eat you can just stay the whole day and work on, work your, on your computer it's, and there's a beautiful garden restaurant where it's great dates. it's got place. an incredible view incredible just view. right at the top of sunset so you see the whole city all of los angeles and it's really trees it's really relaxing and casual it's not like a country club where everybody's like Ooh. so it's not snooty no, they, I didn't. They, find, I, I didn't find it so. snooty they, at all. they try to restrict their memberships uh so they if you're like you know, a real agent. You want to be all agenty? They they'll probably like kick you out or not admit you. So you're not Very allowed to be agenty. Yeah, they try to like have artists. I mean, that's what they say. You know, so they don't like take business people. Basically, like, like I rules. knew someone who got rejected recently. He was like a pretty high, like guy, like pretty big guy, but he's in real estate, and I assume that that is why 
because they were probably we don't want you schmoozing. Right. I feel like I could get in. I think I have the right credentials. You, you absolutely could. would. You probably could. Should I do it? Yeah. Now ben it would just be arrest. so that I can get in. I'm happy to. It's expensive. You would never. Go, you would never go. I know. It's pretty Maybe fun. And there's always very big celebrities there. Like I recently, uh, I, I'm very into ping pong. Huge into ping pong, and I'm pretty good. I kind of knew that about you. Did you? Well, I just thanks. Yeah, you had a fo- yeah, like that. That's a ping pong guy. I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much. And Drake is very into ping pong and always posting Instagram videos of how great he is at ping pong. And he's playing ping pong at Soho House. I challenge him, and I, this is not a joke. I beat Drake two games in a wow. row. Wow! They have ping pong at Soho House. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. How frequently you. do you go? Not often. I rarely go. But when Daniel, I go, I tear it up on that court. You when know. you're saying that I would never go, is that because I'm not social? Out. Yeah. I do go out sometimes. To the grocery store? And the doctor's office. And the, doctor's and the fertility office. clinic. Yes. That's right. And the gym sometimes. I mean, the thing is, it's like if you don't, <laughs> I know. If you don't drink, you, if you're a writer, it's cool. You can go and grab a table and just write all day. Great buffet for lunch yeah, every day. Like, it's good for meetings, I guess. You know, it's it's a cool place. It's just I don't think it would fit your lifestyle. That's all. When Hello Giggles didn't have an office, that's we all. That's why we all joined. It was because we all none of we didn't have an office, so we took all of our meetings there because it's a good place. You can rent rooms and shit, mm-hmm. and it's a good place. And they won't let you like take pictures. You can rent rooms. They, they will. Or they, won't. they won't. Like if you, if they like see you taking meetings. pictures, they'll they'll. Take oh. your phone or whatever. So and you can't be on your phone. You can't. Yeah. I mean, on on a phone call, you can't do that. Can't approach people you don't know, supposedly. That's a rule. Unless you're challenging challenging them at ping pong. I feel like ping pong has got to be an open zone because otherwise you would just own the table all day and you wouldn't be able to play anybody else. So it's got to be an open zone. I was invited to a lunch there a while ago, but I had to reschedule. Well, I was going to say reschedule, but I had to cancel. Is this story a way for you to pretend you're not banned? (laughs) Yes. I mostly just want to see what it's like, but sadly I've been banned. Mm -hmm. Mm, That's the problem. I yeah. told them I'll never do it again, the thing that I did that got me banned. I was oh. rollerblading indoors. <laughs> they they have a rollerblading rink in there. I know, rink. but I was rollerblading yeah. through the buffet, just grabbing mm. baby corn. No, you don't want to do that. Yeah, they said that. it was dangerous. Yeah, they said it could affect the arugula because the arugula is very weak and right. on the, the border, it's the border of wilting already. Yeah, You don't need extra wind or, or skate, it falls. Right. That's the problem. And then you upper deck the toilet. That was the icing on the it cake. It was both of those. It started with the buffet, ended with the, when I took a shit in the tank of the toilet. Hi, Donna. She's the one who doesn't like potty humor. Um, you guys, let's do Just Me or Everyone. Sometimes I ponder on something I have thought or done. Is it just me or everyone? It's time for just me or everyone. B. Slammon says, I tend to think, unless it's making something disappear or panhandling, don't refer to your injured knee as trick or bum. It's an interesting one. I've never really thought about that, but it's true. Why is it like your trick knee or your bum knee? Does that mean you have a butt on your knee? A bum knee? Mm-hmm. No. I feel like if someone's going through life with an injury, they can talk about it however they want. That's open of you. That's nice of you. It's none mm-hmm. of my fucking business nice how you talk you. about your wounded leg. No, see, I, I, it's, it's accepting of you, and I agree to a point. I think bum knee's fine, but trick knee, that, you're just trying to really put a rose on a... What, what tricks does it do? It just doesn't work. It does yeah. no tricks. <laughs> does it bend the other way? What's yeah, the right. trick? Yeah. It the does trick. less tricks than a regular knee. 
which is already no tricks. So it's not they, great. Yeah, man. Duff Boy says, regarding pizza rat sightings, I keep thinking who's throwing away entire pizza slices? That's, you know, when I read that, I thought, good point. Where'd the rat get the whole pizza slice? No, but I hadn't thought that up to this point. It's the rats themselves are doing it for PR. That maybe they are ordering pizzas and they grab each a slice and they go running around just to make it a more lovable vibe. You're right. How do we know there's not multiple pizza rats? Mm-hmm. Wait, what is this? Oh, did you not see pizza rat? No. I feel like you would be the kind of person who would have seen pizza rat. I can be very surprising. <laughs> <laughs> there's more to you than I realized. Okay, so it was this um, video that went viral of a rat dragging an entire pizza slice or was it like it half was a, a giant pizza slice? pizza slice it was a giant pizza slice down some subway stairs cool. and uh it was uh, he was very cute. determined yeah yeah everybody it who was likes hard pizza for him. yeah oh yeah that's but cool i yeah. like that that sounds great it was it i like was to think triumphant. he ordered it yeah you know that he didn't just find it he ordered a slice by the slice yeah yeah and, and was taking, just it taking it home i bet it was like someone dropped it like when you drop your like ice cream off the cone and like yes just, like my life so whatever i'll just gotta get a new one <laughs> you know um i bet it was like that yeah right you're right i just don't know why he didn't eat it there is he bringing it back for, to share with his family yeah the rat why, why, or else why wouldn't he have eaten it right when he had it so much risk involved in carrying it a distance Probably a lot Isn't of that feet what they do oh sorry no that's okay <laughs> That's what they do. They they take it away from where all the feet are that could kick it away from him mm. into his little lair. Mm. And they can eat it. Maybe they're powering Ninja Maybe Turtles. He, anybody think about uh, that? Mm. I know that it's like a kind of a cliche thing to say, and it's probably come up on this show numerous times, but I'm going to say it anyway. When I really think about it, it doesn't make sense to me why we are so afraid and opposed to mice and rats. Because if they just want to eat pizza with their family away because from they feet, spread just like us... I don't think it's that. No, I do think that. I think that we there's something ingrained in us because they've all they've carried diseases for so long. There's something that we re- that's the same thing with like bugs because they can, you know, they can hurt you and they can spread diseases. And it's the scurrying. I think the scurrying is the what yeah people out. Mm-hmm. I'm I, when I had I when I lived in New York, we had mice in our apartment, and it freaked me the fuck out. Like I was not. I was definitely not okay with it. Um, but I, then I think like, I'm okay with animals. I'm okay with mammals and things. Why am I not okay with, that is uh, interesting. A, a mice. good friend of mine had a, had two pet rats and I thought that was the most insane thing ever. And then they would bring the rats out one time and I'm like, I was stoned enough this one day that they were like, let the rat like climb on your shoulders and your arm. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> and I did it and it was pleasant. It was pleasant except for the real long tail. It just curves around and kind of, the, the yeah. tail's too long. I think it's because you can't trust them, man. Like you, you don't want to sleep in a house with that because you—they have no loyalty to you. They'll just burrow through your feet and into your trick knee. They came in <laughs> without asking. Yeah. yeah, that's true. That's true. They don't respect your boundaries. Even vampires wait for an invitation. Mm-hmm. That's true. Hansi Copperfield says. Side note: Is that the case for all vampires or just vampires on true blood or is this like part of vampire lore that they won't come in unless you invite them does anyone know i feel like that's an old-timey thing i think that predates true blood but don't quote me yeah i think that's one of the the original pieces of vampire lore you have to invite them only once and then they you can't revoke the invite or is it each time you have to invite them well that seems like the easiest way to get away from a vampire if you wanted to it's just like just run home just run home yeah can it be in any work? You just like hop into a Starbucks and be like, then I didn't, I didn't say you could come. 
No, I th- I don't know. You have to have an but owning I, interest. But I hang out a lot here. This is like yeah. my second home. <laughs> do you have to? Yeah, do you have to have some sort of precedent right. that that's your spot? Yeah. How many spots do you get? Can you have a, a sandwich place and a Starbucks and a home? Soho House. Well, yeah. There's not a lot of vampires. It's hard to get vampires get membership there because daytime is really key there. I feel like that's mostly who has a membership <laughs> there. As I was saying it, I, was, I wondered really what I was saying. <laughs> Hansi Copperfield says, Always forget that eating salt and vinegar chips or licking them, in Allison's case, means that my tongue will be raw the next day. I am not, even back in my Mm-mm. carbohydrate eating days, not a fan of salt and vinegar chips. I'm not a fan. I, sometimes I am. Sometimes I'm not a fan of vinegar. White vinegar can suck a dick. I'm sorry, it. but different. Than, do you know what's in that? <laughs> I enjoy red wine vinegar or balsamic vinegar. I love salt and vinegar chips. I don't know this this raw tongue thing that they're talking really? about. Oh, I know it. I know yeah. what you're talking about. I haven't about. even had these chips and I know it. So yeah. wait, you eat them and you get a raw tongue? You eat them too fast, too much. If you really put them on the I tongue. I must have a thick leathery tongue or something. That, that, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it's a pH thing. Is it? Yeah, you must have very base saliva. Yeah. It balances it out. I've been told that. <laughs> My very base saliva. Congrats. It's, it's, it, I don't know, runs in the family. Mm-hmm. I think it's great. You should take more credit for it. It shouldn't be just genetics. Probably I'd part love of to. You, part of it's you. I'd love to, but all the men in my family have base saliva, apparently. <laughs> so, well, know. all right, then I take all, all, all just, compliments. If it wasn't so well known, I would take credit for it. Sure. <laughs> sure. I just hadn't heard it. Just so you know, it's not as permeated as you might think. In the South, they bottle quant saliva. <laughs> and they, and then they just buy it back themselves. <laughs> it's a weird economy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's really weird. It's very hard to turn a profit. That's why they're all poor. <laughs> Makes a lot of sense. And dry mouthed. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. The great one says, "Whenever I order food online, I tip once the food is delivered instead of during the online checkout process." Mm. Well, this is I can interesting. See the benefit of that. I do feel 50-50. as if. With so many things becoming automated and with so many things being delivered, there is that step with everything you order online where you can just, or with a lot of things where you can just tip at that point. And it is easier and I find that it makes me leave a bigger tip. Here, here's what I like about the um, not tipping in person. Um, it makes the exchange real fast. Mm-hmm. I right. love that. Just give me the goods and I don't want to see your face again. Mm-hmm. But then it, it um, disconnects tipping from... Uh-huh. Careful. From what? <laughs> I'm like, I, where are you going with this? No, go ahead. It turns out you're just interrupting with no reason. Mm-hmm. Thank you very much. Um, that sounded cunty the way I said it. Yeah, I didn't mean okay. it. Go I was ahead. anyway. Moving on. See, Daniel. It just it makes it so that the tip has no relation to the like job they did. It's just perfunctory. I think if they see that there's a fat tip on there, they might do a better job to right. earn it. Right. I have I wondered that true. with Instacart. So because say, look at tipping, me, I tipped you well. Now yeah. do your part yeah. and get me the shit faster. And bring me and my tipping. yogurt. Plus, because yeah. tipping happens always typically at the very latest moments. Like, you can't let them know, like, I'm going to take care of you at that point. So yeah. I think that even... The, the deed is done by that yeah. point. That's like my idea for a, a tip tray that you have with a, with a sign that says your tip so far at the beginning of the meal and then you can add to it or subtract to it from it depending <laughs> on the job they're doing. They can oh, know like how that. well. Oh, I like so that. it's like, look, you there's no secrets. Yeah. Uh, I have a very specific thing. I keep a jar of dollars and I 
I tip $4 to every delivery man unless it's heavy, and then I tip 5 or 6 And the reason why is because I don't tip on a percentage mm-hmm. for delivery. That's not... I don't understand that. I feel yeah, I don't, yeah. I don't yeah, I either. I don't understand that either, even though... Sometimes I will do it. And these new apps, yeah. they really screw, they really try to jack up these tips. Yeah. Because in the past, correct right. me if I'm wrong, maybe I, I believe I'm a very generous tipper at restaurants. I always go at least 20%, generally right at 20. Yeah. But when someone delivers to your house back in the day, pizza or whatever like meal, a couple, couple of dollars. Like maybe, maybe $3. Yes. Right. No, and now, now it's supposed to be 15 or 24 20%. App, yeah. The, the default is 15 you know and then it says 20 or 25. I'm you like, know what else who's giving 25%? You don't do anything. And then yeah. they'll tell you what percentile of tipper you are. Oh. As a way to like encourage you to want to tip more. They Wait, do, what? Um, what app do they do that? They did that on Grubhub. That is so. That really? I actually, yeah. I really take umbrage with that whole thing yeah. because I grew up in a service family. I'm, I was a waitress my in my teen years. I was a caterer since I was twelve years old. I really have. I am a generous tipper. I worked on a show about fucking waitresses. Like I really believe in tipping. It's out of control. This whole system is crazy. Mm-hmm. You don't tip on alcohol the same. I know we talk, you talked right. about this. You do not tip on alcohol the same way. It's a dollar. I always thought it was a dollar. So, okay, right. so if you if you're and at a fancy restaurant, if you're at a fancy restaurant where there's a bunch of alcohol, do you split it, split it and tip on the food? No, I don't in do the that. Bill, my my friends who are my European friends do that. My, I'm not like my friends are. I, my European friends go nuts about American tipping, and I understand that because their system is buck. Like I know when I went to Europe, is buck my, good or bad? Bad. Okay. I I know when I went on. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's an all it's an all thing, but it's like it really. When I went to London, I realized I was my tell was like I kept tipping people, and I was like Molly, you gotta like like chill. Well, also you I'm just flip them off or something. Bumbling, retarded American, <laughs> but like. I, uh, yeah, I just, I, I know, I, I, my European friends go nuts about that. I don't really care. I'll just split the bill because I, I really don't like handling money in general, but I really think the tipping thing is uncomfortable and out of control. There is one restaurant I know of in Glendale that doesn't accept tips at all, and they prefer that you pay in credit, on a credit card so that they don't have to handle cash. I don't think that's fair to the server. Yeah. Um, but I do, uh, like the you know i've had uber drivers directly complain to me about not getting enough tips you don't do that tip stands for to ensure promptness you are not entitled to a tip especially in a state like california if where you're you misspelling make an insure hour- though right yes my mother said my but <laughs> my mother said that she was a waitress there was to ensure promptness that was their thing in the, in the thing but it's true you're not fucking entitled to it especially because in massachusetts you make two dollars and 35 cents an hour if you're a waitress that's like your cap that's what i used to make anyway and that was back in i don't know i guess 2004 very passionate about this sorry guys okay. uh, go and so i i know that if i didn't make my tips i would get cashed out at minimum wage they have to do that legally here they're making like what ten dollars an hour plus tips honey you're doing better than me i can't afford to go around <laughs> town giving you 50 percent because i feel bad for you vanderpump rules love y'all but like it's out of control it's nuts i'm not and i'm not tipping some fucking guy that's already his car insurance is paid through his company so I, I this it's it's they're doing better than all of us it's yeah. the biggest fucking scandal in america right now treat people the way that you should but don't go out of don't go nuts. We all work for our money, and don't feel it's this guilt thing. Anyway, sorry. Yeah, I love, I love that. It. Sorry. Passion. And what about there are a lot of <laughs> kind of they're I, they're I above this. fast food restaurants now, but you order at a like a wind a walk up window or mm-hmm. a counter, and then you tip. But it's like 
I'm Wait, who do you a, tip at that point? I don't know, but they they want you to tip, or there's a tip okay. jar, and it's like yeah. you're you're ordering at a counter. Like wh- every you- counter place, no. I hate the uh, ones tip. that it must be a choice in how they print the receipts, and the ones that print the receipt with the extra tip line, and then you have to retotal. It's like right. What 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 am I okay. tipping you for? And then there's the thing that'll now happen I do in some it. I do a dollar, and, and they don't that. they don't bring you your food. Like they don't right. even bring you a glass of water, and right. you're, it's all self serve. You're supposed to tip them. I don't give anything then, unless it unless they really go above or beyond to like select like. Like a wine or something for me, and we have a conversation about it. I don't, I don't tip anything at a counter. Fuck them. And then there's a thing that happens when you go up to somewhere, you tip, and then they ring a bell or something, right? Like Cold Stone Creamery type places. And that makes me never want to tip again. Yeah, because I don't like the attention. Like, oh, oh, I'll always tip a teenager. If it's a teenager, you always, uh, yeah, always tip a teenager. Whenever someone asks me to tip, I look them in the eyes and I say, "The world is cold and dark." You don't expect tips. You go, hey, you want a hot tip? Who the fuck are you? Then rub it. That's right. I I would prefer to just write in my tip on with a credit card, like if I'm getting my hair done or something. But then I always wonder. Do they get it? Yes, Mm -hmm. that's my question. Mm -hmm. I always ask. I write it on the credit card, and then they can give you cash. Then you can go hand to the person. That's what I do for haircuts. Wait, what do you do? You you say add please ten dollars to this for tip. Oh, I see. Can I have the cash to go give to them? And then they will. You can go hand some directly. I didn't even know we have that option. You can fold it and do it in the handshake and say, "Get something nice for yourself." (laughs) (laughs) I tip big on beauty, though. I go go up to fifty percent sometimes. Whoa, fifty percent, fifty. Because you want to know why? Those are your fucking people. I know. And like, by the way, this is the girl with a fucking. I fell asleep with eye things on. I my hair is in a weird pony. I don't look like a person who talks like she has dry cleaning or a life or anything. But your and bra seems like, so clean. Excuse me. <laughs> uh, but no, I'm telling you, I, I like be- those are your people, and they will always take care of you. My lady calls me up and she's like, "Hey, girl, we have all these new eyelash treatments. I want you to come in. I'm going to do it for free for you because she loves me because I take care of her. Because you've paid her for eighty free haircuts over the years, so she owes you some. She well, she also takes pictures of me and tells me I'm like a daughter to her and wants me to marry her lawyer son. So I think Aww. that it's a little bit more than that. But and then she and you go home and she's like, "This girl, I take picture. I get fifty percent tip every time. It's greatest racket ever." No, I, I assume she was Russian ish. I'm very unclear on how much you're supposed to tip on on beauty stuff. Rich people tell me you tip big on beauty. That's all I'm telling I feel like, like it's supposed old- to Yeah, I always feel like I'm not giving them enough, even though I'm like, I just gave you forty bucks as a tip. I feel like that's and not at enough. a nail salon, when you think about what they have to do, the fact that yeah. they're so like they're maybe for an hour of work of scrubbing my feet, my hands for a fourteen dollar manicure, they're maybe making four to six dollars off of that and then if i don't tip them really well that's a sweatshop that i nail stuff i tip well now that i'm newly into manicures because they're not that expensive to begin with it's the hair things where it's like it's a few hundred dollars i don't know do i add another like i don't know where to go with that depends on whether or not your stylist runs a chair in the salon like i mean i've heard that too yeah if they own the salon, you don't. You're not supposed to tip, right? Except I've never. Except I always do because I tip even if they own the salon. But it 
I um I worked at a salon in high school actually. So I uh everyone and there was five owners and tipping was a big thing and it was interesting because everyone had different rates for their haircuts and then everyone was treated very differently based on their self esteem in their <laughs> price range. So Javier, who charged ninety dollars for a cut and blow dry, was really pulling more like forty dollar tips while Lella was doing thirty five dollar cut and blow dries was getting like four dollar tips because people didn't respect that he was charging so much less. Right. Same haircuts though. How can you respect? Respect that. Mm-hmm. You can't. You I got can't. Javier right there charging three times the amount. I mean, and Javier was fabulous. He did my hair for prom, and I really kind of looked like Marilyn Monroe that night, I felt. That's quite a price difference. You really have to, I mean, in the same salon, can you imagine how much Javier must have been mocking Lolo? No, dude, Javier, <laughs> Javier mm-hmm. yep. owns America. Like, he made so much money. If was- you don't want your hair to look good, you can go to Lilo over here for a <laughs> $30 piece of garbage. There you can tip just four bucks. He doesn't care. Give him some candies in your pocket. He's fine with it. He has no standards or measure for success or dreams. Lolo. <laughs> mediocre haircuts. No dreams. <laughs> Lolo's like, why must you mock me like this? You're already taking in four times the income. <laughs> Jeremy P. says, <laughs> wonder if I'm going to find a half-formed chick when cracking an egg or biting into a hard-boiled egg. Um, only occasionally do I worry about that. I mean, the chances are very low unless you somehow have a fertilized egg, which you shouldn't. Is it not true that you, I thought when we were kids, maybe I'm misremembering my life. There was you could like there was an expit thing you did and they would have you buy regular eggs in the market and then put them under a hot lamp. And you're supposed to like a chick was supposed to come out of it. Yeah. You, can you can buy fertilized eggs ones. at the grocery store. At the grocery store? At Trader Joe's. Some people think fertilized eggs are healthier. I personally find it icky. And then what happens? Those, if you put them under an, an incubator, they will hatch. After how long? I don't know how long it would take. So they can be in this like cryogenic state yes. in the refrigerator for like a month? Evidently, yeah. And then you put them under a hot lamp and you got a chicken in your house. Yep. <laughs> Oh, that's, that's revolting. I know. So I'm just like, I know that's it's nature. I'm trying to be a, a adult about it, but that's so gross. It's oh only with God. fertilized eggs, though. I mean, that's a special item to buy. Ugh. But my fear would be like, what Ugh. if what if you buy them and then you leave them in a hot car and then you make an omelet? Like, what are you going to get? A hot coop by the time you get back, you know? There's yeah. just like a beak floating Ick. in that. Oh. That's the fear. What grows first? Is that a piece of shell or is that beak? I don't know. What grows first? What part of the chicken you mean? <gasps> No, yeah, I don't even want to know, but does anyone know? Wings first. Probably like the heart. (laughs) Alex Kawashima says, um, I don't know why I decided it was the heart, because that's like the most internal part, but uh, maybe it's not. Makes sense. Inside out, kind of like the universe. Completely baffled how some people eat an entire meal without one sip of liquid. Mm. My sister recently pointed out to me that our dad... Hardly, we n- hardly ever see him drinking liquid. Like he drinks coffee, and he'll take a sip of water or like Maybe a that's sip why he's of always diet coughing. coke. I know because drink more. <laughs> I know that's all of a sudden. I was like, how dehydrated must he be? Have you ever seen him drink anything? Um, he drinks orangina sometimes. No, he, yeah, he'll Wait, drink that. I've never he, seen him drink that. that. I've seen it that's in the his house. Thing now. You've seen him drink it. Yeah, yeah. At and, dinner, and he'll drink wine. Okay. But Still he doesn't though, drink a lot. He's not. I feel like I'm point, always drinking big... my um, wild cherry sparkling water beverage. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
He doesn't have his wild cherry sparkling water beverage. No. No, he doesn't. I go on I go on phases. Sometimes I'll, I'll drink like a normal human with a meal every, you know, 10 bites, take a sip or two. But oftentimes I won't have anything with the meal and I think this doesn't feel right and then I'm fine. Yeah. I can adapt. I get through it. I had a meal without a drink the other day, and uh, I felt like it was a, a little tough to swallow sometimes. What mm. was it, your meal? It's because you were bottling all your saliva before the meal. <laughs> yeah, your base I saliva. Don't remember, I don't remember what it was. Probably pasta. But mm. wait, was this not a meal at home? No, it was here. Oh. Yeah, it was maybe chicken. You had access to liquids. You just didn't want to get up. Yeah, well, what am I, on trial or something? <laughs> <laughs> what was like, day it was, was like, it? Just kidding. It was like chips and I don't know. I thought you didn't eat chips. Wait a minute. Oh, no, he eats. You you can go ahead. Go ahead and tell him. (laughs) (laughs) I eat corn chips. Oh. Excuse me. You also eat other chips. You just apparently don't eat. No, you do eat salt and vinegar. You just don't get raw tongue. I never get salt. I like them, but I never get them. Right. I still have the chips from our uh, snack chat. So I'll occasionally pull a few of those out. Aren't they pretty stale? Working, working my way through bag of lays. Uh, no, they're just greasy, and I can only ha- handle a little bit. Okay. I'm not a chip guy in general. I could live the rest of my yeah. life without chips. I don't mind. I was yeah, I, I was never a chip person, or I was just someone who never had chips around. And then when Daniel and I got together, you and your tortilla chips, I like, that's when I realized I really like tortilla chips. I, I like corn chips. And then chips. I stopped eating them, though, like because... like the tortilla chips. Yeah. I eat them now more uh. than I ever did, but a friend of mine years ago told me something horrendous about chips, and I don't know if it's still always true. Maybe it's healthy. It's probably ones. true. That, like, every chip has, like, a gram of fat. So imagine you throw on 20 chips. Yeah, that would make sense. That's the most fatty meal you've ever had. It's, like, 20 grams of... That's just 20 chips. Sometimes you put down 60 chips. Yeah. Yeah, it's a heart attack. Just like, I was a fat kid, so like the thrill's gone for me with chips. Like I'm not, I I don't even go down that aisle really anymore. I had some like black bean chips last night and I was really stoned and like loving them. But mm. uh no, chips aren't my journey anymore. Mm. <laughs> I'm really happy about you transcended that. Transcended it. Now that you've now that you've said this fat thing, I'm like mm. wondering if my mm. body is like been telling me malls you're over chips like yeah. for this reason molly malls you don't need this yeah because i don't want to be a fat kid again you don't I need didn't that. know you were a fat kid i don't i wouldn't there's like no pictures of me from like 9 to t- 14 and i think that's for a reason <laughs> like i think my mom was like let's just not do this to her that's so nice. they don't exist like i like don't there's like a i mean i don't Your know parents consider you to be five years younger than you actually are yeah exactly i i think no i don't know I, I don't know i just i there's like i think I, yeah i was a fat kid i was like you know i i think everyone gets like not cute oh yeah everyone has an point. awkward stage probably and then i think that's when i i because i'm kind of tall that's so a great thing fat, a parent could do is uh, not take a picture of a child between the ages of like <laughs> 11 you know and 15 mm-hmm. right what are the ages where it's There's just like not a lot of awkwardness and then, johnny step out of the family photo okay yeah. you're in the face hey johnny why don't you take this one yeah yeah <laughs> Johnny, why don't you pick up an interest learn, in photography? I think you'd be great at it. <laughs> yeah. I remember also when MySpace was, was a thing, a friend of mine created a Facebook, a MySpace group called I Love Chips and asked me to invite and join it. And I didn't join <laughs> what it. What the fuck? Yeah. And I didn't join it because I don't love chips. And then were they trying she to send you very, a message? I don't know. To fatten me hey, up. Hey, here's a fan club. I love chips. Why don't you join it? Right. 
And then she got mad at me. She's like, oh, you're not going to join my group? I'm like, yeah, I'm not going to join because I don't like chips, let alone love chips. I don't have any strong feeling positively about chips. And she was, we were, friendship was never the same. Yeah. She, she couldn't get over. I'm like, Sounds what? like her fault. Yeah. And of all things, you're going to go and create a group to celebrate this passion of yours? Of all causes to take up. It's yeah. not tight at all. No, it's not tight. It was loose. It's uh, buck. Mm-hmm. Straight buck. Super. Not in a fun way. No. Right. Not fun buck. No, it's like it's not even Uncle Buck. No. My nope. fave movie. Do you love a movie? Good Uncle movie. Buck's greatest right. movie. Have you watched that, guys, recently? Mm-mm. It's oh, a good movie. So good. Mm-hmm. All-Knowing Suit says, a lot of ones about food tonight. I have to rip off the crusty tortilla tip off the end of my mcdonald's breakfast burritos like a mcmoyle that's funny <laughs> that's funny i've never had uh no i haven't i didn't either. know they had breakfast burritos i would if they do have a crusty tortilla tip though i would enjoy eating just that i think like where it's a little overcooked like, little yeah overcooked and it'd just be corner. super super doughy and tortilla-y sure i i could i could i think i've been the guy who torn it off because because it's torn is not even a thing you can do but i <laughs> tore it off because uh, that's also not but it is. It was. It's okay if it's a cute little corner, but when it's too much, when it's like beyond a, a corner, now it feels like a mistake, and you got to get rid of it. Right. But um, I last night in the before I went to not sleep all night, I stopped and I and I did it. I I, made, I broke the seal on the brilliant thing McDonald's just did with the all day breakfast mm. now, and lit. I've never done this. They have that. Yeah, all day breakfast now at all McDonald's, it. and I just. I don't even had McDonald's pancakes. I left this show I did up north last night, and I'm, I'm getting a ride home, and I have to go to McDonald's drive-thru, and I had an ice cream cone and th- pancakes and egg McMuffin. Middle wow. of the night. Which was the best. Wow. The pancakes were great. Huh. I That's, wouldn't think their pancakes would be that. I would imagine their syrup wouldn't be as good as I want it to be. Yeah, but they were really made, well, they're thin, they're not... So it's not too thick of a pancake. You don't get sick of this stack of pancakes. Right. Three of them was just the right amount. Mm. Put some butter on it. You put the ice cream on it? No, I just ate the ice cream first while I was in the car still. Mm. You know. I feel like McDonald's may become a breakfast-only place soon enough because that's, that's really what they do well. And they're, do- they're doing pretty good with their coffees, too, their fancy coffees. They're going to become the next Starbucks. It's been forever since I've been to a McDonald's. Yeah. I oh, I recommend like it. Oh, it's yeah. the best. Oh, God. It'll kill you. You know? Yeah. yeah. It'll kill you. <laughs> it's Buck. In a great way. Daniel, it's so Buck. Daniel, it's so Buck. Right? Yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Fucking Buck is Daniel, shit. you knew the word Buck? Fuck yeah. Look down buck yeah. Buck, okay. Buck that McDonald's ha- has a one Buck menu. Buck it. <laughs> they got great stuff on it. Their man, one Buck menu is not Buck. Yeah. It's butt Bucker. It's non Buck. It's not bu- Buck in the fun way? No. no. It's Bucked up. Okay. <laughs> and lastly, Ty says, just me or everyone, fed my dog asparagus to see if it had the same effect. Yes. That's weird. Bonus, Gross. his reaction. That's bestiality to me. That sounds really like, that sounds borderline bestiality to me. Although, I think wonder, about this. Yeah, I mean, how If you, do you have a dog that's having uh, alpha problems, right? Like it's not, like it's too submissive. Feed it the asparagus, and then it supercharges the pee for territorial purposes. That's so interesting. So the rest of the dogs in the neighborhood know mm. what's up. And mm. what the dog ate. Or they love asparagus and it attracts more dogs to create more ruckus. You understand what my point? Because <laughs> they love asparagus? They love asparagus. Yeah, mm. and so then they're like... attract a lot of neighborhood right. dogs. Does asparagus affect the smell of poo, too? 
No, I don't no. think so. No, that's a ridiculous question. I mean, I don't know why you would think no. that's possible. I actually avoid asparagus <laughs> altogether now so that, that I that. don't have to have a conversation mm-hmm. about whether or not my pee is going to smell like asparagus. Mm-hmm. Well, here's the other is question. That, is that you weird? don't have to have the conversation. No, no, no. Just no I'm just to. saying. That's true. No, when it, whenever the asparagus comes to the table, someone's like, mm-hmm, our pee <laughs> is going to smell tomorrow. And I'm like, can we just fucking eat the vegetable from yeah, Earth? True. Like, we all know it. Like, there's yeah. lots true. of things we have, but it's, I, I don't know. That's me. Now, here's, uh, I ask a question about the, the please. The, somebody, so you got to assume this person's dog doesn't pee indoors. You do have to assume You, you have that. to hope their dog pees in their backyard, but more likely this person's dog pees outside in the front and streets. Yeah. And this guy... I think I know where you're going with this, and yeah. I am right there with you. Yeah, this guy had to, for this experiment, had to Lean wait down and pee, take a whiff. Wait that ring, get on all fours, dog style, and smell this pee, and hope no neighbors catching this. Right. And then have you, yeah. if you saw neighbors, you get up. Do you yell? It's an, it's an asparagus test. Please. What would you do? No, guys, it's for a podcast. It's because I'm right. a fan of a podcast. She does this thing called Just Beer, everyone. And she's fascinated with asparagus pee. But interestingly, he said that the dog had a strange reaction to it as well. Well, yeah. Because dogs are probably not used to their pee suddenly taking a, a 90 degree turn towards Asparagusville. Or the dog's <laughs> reaction was not to its own pee smell, but to its owner His immediately owner diving to the yeah. ground. <laughs> To unusually smell the pee spot. That's also possible. And then what if that neighbor that saw it, right, and he's already received the explanation of it's just a seg- segment on a podcast. What if a neighbor then shouts across the street back, but, I, but by the title of that segment, you would assume it could be any topic. Still doesn't explain why you chose pee smell oh, of that, your dog. That be If that happened and he didn't include that, instead he just sent in this somewhat weak to smear everyone. Right. Just kidding. No offense, Ty. Um, <laughs> that would be amazing. Yeah. If there was that conversation about what if podcast. they hate each other now? They're like, well, you don't judge me. Right. They're, they're feuding neighbors all because of this, this segment on your podcast. I know. They have to move now. I'm sorry. I'm sorry that I've ruined your life, Ty. That's super buck. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you guys. Oh, so that's decidedly not buck. Yeah. It's not buck. No, that's not. not I mean, buck. it's buck in a really bad way. Yeah. What's buck in a good way? I don't know. Like my cousin Stephanie, but also my cousin Stephanie. Like the answer is <laughs> to both. Like she's just buck. Like buck yeah. wild. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's what it is. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like bucking Bronco. Sure. She's right. my step cousin, by the way. We're not blood. If anyone knows who Stephanie is, I'm not related to her. Are you saying this for her sake or yours? I just, if anyone out there in the universe knows of a Stephanie that is cra- is bucked, I'm not related to her. She's step. Okay. <laughs> I see what you're saying now when you say buck in the fun way. Uh, like you, are you one. buck in the fun way? Yeah. I'm, okay. I'm, my brain is super buck wild. Yeah. I'll, I'll put in a <laughs> sentence for you. It's easy. It's like, it's okay. like, you're kidding me. Six nuggets or a classic burger for just a buck? That's oh, a well, good, that yeah. I get, yeah. yeah. Okay, you get so that So you one. do understand. Yeah, the I do get it. The, yes, I do. The traditional buck. Like, meaning. Yeah, like it went up to Minnesota and I hunted a, a buck. Yeah. You get that, right? I get that, too. Or like yeah. my favorite rapper's Young Buck. Like, you understand it's like the name of a rapper. So you get it. Yeah, I get it. Are you on board it. with it? You understand what we're saying? I Is that really your favorite rapper? No. Just no, 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 no. Just in a sentence. Okay, cool. I also don't eat McDonald's that often, but last night I was weak. 
You guys, if you're going to buy something on Amazon, which you are because they have everything, click through the banner on my website, alisonrosen.com. It doesn't cost you anything extra. It helps out the show. Thank you so much for your Amazon support. Thank you for your PayPal support. PayPal links on the right side of the website. We have a ringtone. Hey, 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 go fuck yourself. And special singles. Hey, go fuck yourself and touch the tushy are available on iTunes. If you go on your iPhone, just search Hey, go fuck yourself or touch the tushy and it'll take you and you can get the ringtone. Um, if you're not an iTunes person, they're also available on Gumroad, G U M R O A D dot com slash Allison Rosen, Gumroad dot com slash Allison Rosen. Um, bonus episodes available in the uh, I- comedy album section of the iTunes store. We have t shirts. You need a t shirt. Uh, if you go to my website, AllisonRosen.com, there's a picture of a t-shirt on the right side. Click that. It'll take you to the site where you can buy the t-shirt. Also, we're going to have more um, ringtones and such available soon. And there are even more than I even mentioned. Uh, and you can get them on Gumroad as well. There's the song that Greg created for the Al Quiz. And it's available for a pay-what-you-wish price. Follow me on Twitter at Allison Rosen. Follow show's Twitter feed at A-R-I-Y-M-B-F. Email us, show at gmail.com. If you like what you're hearing, tell your friends and subscribe on iTunes and uh, retweet tweets about the show or just tweet about the show or just tell people or don't, you know, whatever. No big deal. I think you're buck either way. In the good way. Jeff, where should we go for you? Um, you can, Jeff? Uh, okay, you can... Jeff? <laughs> Jeff? Jeff? I'm getting to it. Jeff? I, Jeff? You can follow me on social media at Colonel <laughs> Jeff Fox. Daniel? At Jeff? Da- at Jeff? <laughs> Jeff? Dot buck dot com? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, at Daniel Quantz, Q-U-A-N-T-Z. Excellent. Molly? I'm just at malls, at uh, M-O-L-L-S on Instagram and Twitter. And oh, I have a podcast called Please Advise, and we have a new episode with uh, the new generation of party girl, Brittany Scott. She's going to be on on today. Please advise, PLC advise. Is she buck? She, oh, Brittany is truly buck. Like she came in, and the first thing she said is, "She's like my brain is tight," and I was like, "Your brain is tight." She's great. She's great. I don't. Was that one of her reasons why we should listen to her advice, or was it just a statement? It was just a statement. Wow, yeah. is my brain tight? Mm. Yeah, your brain is hella tight. Everyone, Thank you. Every, everyone at this whole table has a tight brain. Thank you for yes. sure. You seem dubious. even Wendy has a tight brain. <laughs> Wendy has a very tight brain. <laughs> ben, yes. Where should we go for you? And what would you like to plug? Well, I want people to know that I'm headlining for the first time ever a weekend at this at the Sacramento Punchline. The twenty second through twenty sixth. Always wanted to do a whole weekend at that club, so please get tickets at sackpunchline.com oh it's a punchlinesack.com it's one of those two it's punchlinesack sac.com 22nd through 26th bunch of shows gonna be really fun and then uh, follow me at Ben Glebe on Instagram Periscope Twitter Facebook and then uh, my game show Idiot Test every single Wednesday currently at 10 and 10.30 or 9 central but it's moving on the 21st to 9pm 8 central on the no, thank you for that one not even a full rim shot of one <laughs> drum hit thank you uh, so please watch it Idiot Test I-D-I-O-T-E-S-T follow Idiot Test show on all social media it's, it's a great time challenge your brain you don't know how smart you are until you watch it's for tight brains only it's only for tight brains or people who don't have one and want to get smarter or you just want to laugh you understand And then I'm I'll, all those yeah and then leave please leave several comments on the Allison Rosen is your new best friend 
iTunes page. Yeah, about reviewing your, your reading of the iTunes comment. My reading of the iTunes comment. Yes. I, I, I want that. I do too. Thank you. We want that. You guys, thank you so much for listening. Everyone, thank you for being on the show. This was super fun. I love you. Goodbye. Hey, do you know about the Allison Rosen show? We had a good time, but now we gotta go. Yeah, Allison Rosen is your new best friend.